From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, March 10th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. For the first time since last August, the statewide average COVID case number per 100,000 residents has dropped below 100 at 78 as of yesterday, according to the Ohio Department of Health. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff is the director. Well, as the days and weeks pass, it becomes increasingly clear that not only are we leaving the Omicron surge behind us, but we're entering a new phase of our experience with COVID-19. Nearly two-thirds of Ohio's 88 counties are currently below 100 cases per 100,000 people. The state also says beginning next week, it will update COVID numbers on a weekly rather than daily basis. On the federal level, mask wearing will remain a requirement for passengers on planes, trains, and public buses until at least April 18th. Today, the TSA extended the requirement for another month. Ohio Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown says he had meetings today pertaining to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Meetings I'm in with the Brits and with the EU ambassadors and all, and it's important that we stay together. Um, We are unified and we will go forward as a nation. Brown says the situation has not gone the way Russian President Vladimir Putin expected. We don't know what Putin will do. He's a Putin is not a rational human being. You wouldn't be doing this. And uh, so we don't know what's next. But I think Putin's been shocked by the resistance from the Ukrainian people. And he's been shocked by the skill that President Biden has pulled together in a unified way our European allies, including countries like Germany and Sweden and and um, Finland and even Switzerland, which had not come off the sidelines in generations. Russia's invasion of Ukraine began exactly two weeks ago. A 13-year-old girl in Cleveland was taken to a hospital this morning after being stabbed in the neck by another student at Holy Name Elementary School on the southeast side of the city, according to police. The girl was hospitalized in serious condition. The Labor Department said today the inflation rate over the last year was 7.9 percent. That's for the year ending through February before gas prices jumped more than 60 cents a gallon. It's the highest inflation rate in 40 years. More people are turning to food banks as inflation hits lower-income Ohioans, but the situation is difficult for the food banks as well. Reporter Isabel Lawrence talked with Jessica Moore with the Greater Cleveland Food Bank and Dan Flowers, who heads up the Akron-Canton Regional Food Bank. There's no sign of demand going down, all while the costs of food and gas are going up. A case of green beans before the pandemic started cost us about $9 a case. That cost has now increased to about $19. Typically, the food bank gets federal and state commodities and donations, then buy whatever else they need. But now... We're not getting as much from the federal government, from the USDA, and that's something we're really concerned about. And so what we're having to do is turn around and buy more food. That dollar isn't going as far as it typically would pre-pandemic. The Akron-Canton Regional Food Bank is feeling that pinch. These supply chain issues that are existing in the grocery industry are spilling over and resulting in fewer food surpluses available to food banks while it's making the food that we can afford to buy on that rare occasion more expensive and it takes longer to get it here. And if people are spending more on gas and less on food, they may be leaning on food banks that much more. There's going to be a huge surge in people coming to food pantries with gas prices at $4 a gallon in Ohio. I mean, that's a lot. I'm Isabel Lawrence. With gas prices at record highs, an increasing number of governors and state lawmakers are calling for the suspension of gas taxes 
to provide relief to motorists. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. Proposals for a gas tax holiday to counter inflation had been moving slowly in Congress and state capitals before Russia invaded Ukraine. But they have gained momentum this week amid surging prices that average $4.25 a gallon yesterday. That's according to AAA. Legislators in numerous states, including Ohio, are proposing to reduce state gas taxes. Ohioans pay a state tax of 38.5 cents per gallon. I'm Clay Gordon. Frontier Airlines is adding 27 nonstop routes across the country. They include Cincinnati to Raleigh-Durham and Cincinnati to Philadelphia starting in May and Cleveland to Philadelphia in June. Earlier this week, Breeze Airways, which serves Columbus, Akron, Canton, and Pittsburgh, announced additional flights. In northwest Ohio, the 88-bed Sandusky County Jail in Fremont is almost always full, leaving inmates to sleep on the floor. Reporter John Monk says Sheriff Chris Hilton is making plans for a new facility. The proposed new jail would need a lot of state and federal funding, which is why the sheriff is hopeful for the passage of Ohio House Bill 101, which would create a renewable fund dedicated to county jail renovation and construction. If that does pass, Sandusky County needs to have a viable plan. Uh, an architectural plan, a piece of property, everything that we're going to do, have all of that put together so that hopefully maybe if it does pass, it gets us to the front of the line, so to speak, to say, mm-hmm. hey, look, we're ready to break ground now. Let's let's go. I'm John Monk reporting in Sandusky County. The fire that destroyed the six-story historic Masonic Temple in downtown Zanesville in early January has been ruled an accident, but police have charged one person. The fire department says a tenant in the temple heated a hand towel in a microwave, and threw it in a trash can, causing it to ignite. That person faces two misdemeanors, obstruction of official business, and falsification. Zanesville Mayor Don Mason. I can tell you right now, to this day, it is still unbelievable that what stood here once as a beautiful historic structure is now literally a few blocks uh, sitting on top of each other with broken uh, glass and brick and, and, and dirt everywhere. It's just hard to believe. The fire destroyed nearly 500 pieces of art and displaced 60 businesses. The change from winter to spring is prime time for tree tapping for maple syrup. ONN's Andrew Kenzie talked to Peter Lowe of Dawes Arboretum near Newark, east of Columbus, who says warmer winters through climate change could have an impact on maple syrup in the future. Above average warmth or even drought conditions can put extra stress on trees, forcing them to halt their producing process. That starts to push new growth, starts to open flower buds, and and then once flower buds start to open, sugar content really dwindles and you start to get, you know, less sweet sap. I'm Andrew Kinsey. New signs for the Cleveland Guardians are going up at Progressive Field. The Guardians' script logo is going up on the scoreboard starting today. That's a six-day job. The Guardians and Cincinnati Reds, by the way, were both set to start their seasons with home openers on March 31st, but there's still no deal between the players and owners, and the games through April 13th now have been canceled. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.